Welcome to the Dirty Laundry After Show. My name is Brooke B and I am the writer, director, and producer of Dirty Laundry, a Brooke B Productions audio drama series. Listeners, I want to warn you that there may be spoilers in this episode. So if you haven't listened to episodes one through four of season two of Dirty Laundry, you might want to do so before listening to this after show. Today, I have with me Nicole Smooch. She plays the role of Lisa Cottrell in Dirty Laundry. Welcome, Nicole. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So let's just jump right in. Tell our listeners what it was about this production that interested you. Yeah, I was looking for an audio drama series. And then when I got the script for the audition, it felt reminiscent of, um, you know, podcasts I listened to or shows that I've seen. I really like the back and forth and the um, the truthful uh, moments with each other, uh, mm-hmm. with friendships. It was, it felt It felt like, and it felt really needy. It felt like something that was going to be interesting. And it's definitely lived up to those expectations. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right? Oh my goodness, yes. So in season one, episode one, we learned that Lisa works for Whitman Financial, which is the company that Sean is thinking about hiring to handle the restaurant's finances. Can we talk about how shocked Sean was (laughs) to see Lisa after 10 years? He couldn't even get your name out. He's like, "Uh oh, Lisa. (laughs) No. Yeah. And there was this complete disconnect of like understanding that when a person gets married, they sometimes take the other person's name. Mm -hmm. It's like, but it's supposed to be this Lisa. I don't get it. Like you're Lisa Taylor. I don't know about Lisa Cottrell. Yes. Yes. And I just kept imagining Lisa kind of playing this uh, scene out in her head of, like many times yep. at her desk, in yep. the mirror, walking yep. down the street and just eating it up, just loving yes. how surprised yes. that it was going to be her. You know? Exactly. Because obviously you playing Lisa, you knew that you were going to be doing this proposal for Sean Harper before Sean Harper knew. So it's like, so yes, she was probably like getting such a kick out of it because the first line that you say is like, well, 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 Mr. Sean Harper. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He was surprised. Like he couldn't believe it. So in that episode, Lisa makes it known that Sean broke her heart in college, but we don't find out until episode two what actually went down. Lisa and Sean used to be engaged, but he told her the night before their wedding day that he didn't want to get married and he never spoke to her again. Sean chalked it up to him being young and immature and not ready for marriage. So how do you think Lisa felt seeing him after all those years? We talked about, you know, the anticipation and we knew that he was definitely surprised, but how do you think she felt? Yeah, I think she felt really protective. I think mm-hmm. it was very important to her to show her, to show him, sorry, and mm-hmm. I guess herself as well, that this breakup didn't break her. Mm-hmm. That she is strong and mm-hmm. vital and yep. uh, loved in her life despite mm-hmm. him leaving her. And yep. I think her job is also a really big, important part of her life as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I don't know who's with me, but how many of y'all think that Whitman Financial got the account because of Lisa? (laughs) I think Sean knew what he was doing when he said yes. He wanted to make sure he could see more of Miss Lisa. (laughs) Right. I definitely hope it was, I I, I know Lisa too, but I, um, I, I think we both hope that it was more than that. 
Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I yeah. think she was ready, you know, to take this on. Yeah. To take the account. And he mentioned it more times than one, like impressive, you know, an impressive presentation. You know, he was really happy with the projection. So, you know, he he definitely was impressed with um, how you pulled everything together and how you're going to handle the account. So it's like a win-win for Sean, actually. So, yeah, yeah. So it gets a little bit more real in episode two because the listeners learn more about how Sean's actions affected Lisa. And that scene, you basically tell Sean that you wouldn't let anyone get close to you because you were scared that they would leave you. And that's really deep if you think about that and kind of dissect what she said. So you went on to tell Sean that when your husband proposed, you told him no, because you have flashbacks of what Sean did to you. How easy or hard was it for you to deliver that piece of dialogue on that scene? Because that was packed with a lot of emotion. Right. Yeah. I, it was easy mm-hmm. <laughs> in the sense that I have some something to draw from okay. that I was able to bring to that scene. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've been hurt as badly as Lisa has, you know, mm-hmm. being I've also never been proposed to, but you know, yeah. <laughs> 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 so, that's nice. Um, but you know, being left and said like, no, you know, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And then hearing for 10 years, mm-hmm. um, I haven't, um, experience that level of pain, but I did have pain to bring to the scene. And so in that way, it was easy to call upon. Right. Um, And also I think it was, I think it was just really important for her to be able to say, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And a a person to say like, you hurt me. This Mm -hmm. is how you hurt me, Mm -hmm. but I'm still okay. Yeah. Cause it's clear Sean, he he was very apologetic about how he hurt her. He said that he wanted to apologize through the years, but so much time had passed and he didn't think it was appropriate to really, you know, dredge up the past. And, you know, it's like, it's clear this was weighing on her for so long and it, and it weighed on Lisa at first, but she kind of was able to, you know, pull herself out of that. And she's thriving now. She's doing well in her career. She's happy. You know, she said that she was the happiest that she's ever been when she married her husband, Keith. So like you said, it was important for her to, to, to show him and to let him hear that she's doing well. So great, great spot on spot on. So we're going to turn the tables a little bit because (laughs) throughout season one, Lisa continues to tell Sean that she wants to keep things professional. But in the season finale, she goes to Harper's and asks Sean if his dinner offer still stood. Then in season two, we learn that although she's happy with her husband, she's still in love with Sean. It's like the feelings that she thought she buried deep down resurfaced after seeing him after this, after 10 years. So how much courage do you think it took Lisa to finally admit that to Sean? Yeah, I think that takes a lot of courage, just admitting mm-hmm. it to yourself, just yes. coming to those feelings on your own. Mm-hmm. And uh, to think that a person that hurt you so deeply, 10 years have passed, mm-hmm. you've gotten over this, but oh, wait, no, you haven't. There's mm-hmm. still a part of you. So it's it's hard enough to admit this to yourself, let yes. alone the person that hurt you. Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine being in her shoes, married. But telling someone that she was engaged two years ago that she's still in love with them. So that's actually a great segue to my next question. What do you want to see happen between Lisa and Sean? Because Lisa is married to Keith and Sean is married to my character, Ava. (laughs) 
So <laughs> awkward. <laughs> but what do you want to see happen between the two of them? What I hope will happen is that, you know, after this moment of intensity, um, going, you know, thinking back on the past and kind of living there for a moment, going, you know, then going back to their own lives and saying mm-hmm. goodbye. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as it stands, the cast only receives the scripts that they need for the week. So does it make playing this role easier or harder when you don't know what's going to happen? Um, I think it is maybe a little easier. At first I was going to say, I don't really think it matters to me, but I think it's a tiny bit easier uh, because I'm not thinking about how she's feeling like five episodes from now. Mm -hmm. I'm in the moment and uh, uh, delivering the line, you Mm -hmm. know, with those feelings Mm -hmm. um, in, in that scene. So that's a little bit easier in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So we can't let you go without playing a game. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) we are going to play a game called wash or not. And this is of course, in keeping with the laundry theme. So we got to do it. Okay. So (laughs) I'm going to give you (laughs) the rules of this game. Be honest. Okay. That's the only rule. Be honest. I'll tell you how to play. So I'm going to name something and you're going to tell me if you wash it by saying wash. But if you say wash, you have to tell us the last time you washed it. Now, keep in mind that wash <laughs> doesn't mean that you're washing it in a washing machine. If you don't wash it, you're going to say nah. And like I said, only one rule, be honest. I play this game with everyone. So we learned that Chamel, who plays Pierce, is a, a clean freak. We know that uh Howard who plays Cornell and Renee who plays his on-screen love interest um they basically are one of the same (laughs) and we learned that Daniel is kind of split in the middle so I'm interested interested to see how uh how you fall so I'm going to just throw something out there I'm going to say your favorite pair of jeans wash or not there's so much back and forth on this. Like, oh, well, you <laughs> put the jeans debate. in the freezer and that kills the germs. Oh, wait, no, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> like, do you hand wash them? Do you put right. them in the, the, the laundry? Oh, right. Do you dry clean yeah. them? Like what? <laughs> Especially, yeah. And I have coated jeans and so that might take away the sheen. It's yep. a whole thing. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> wash, wash, um, and yeah, hand wash. <laughs> He says, wash people. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What about your floors or carpets? Wash or not? Wash. (laughs) Got to wash, right? Got to. Now, I don't know if you have carpets or just hardwoods or linoleum or whatever, but I'm hoping like I don't I, I have. I don't have hardwoods. I have carpet, but I have um, linoleum in the kitchen and I don't I guess I don't mop them but I have a Swiffer. So that's wash. Oh, <laughs> and, no, I, it's and I Swiffer like the other day. <laughs> so. Right. Well, I just, yeah, I mean, I, um, I try to stay on top of the wash. So that like just this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you can't be what, especially now I'm the type that doesn't like to wear slippers or slides or anything. So I can't be getting little crumbs and stuff under my feet. Like I gotta yeah. wash, gotta wash my floor. <laughs> All right. All right. So not the dishes, but the dish rack that you put the dishes in wash or not. 
yes, wash. I've seen what happens when you don't wash. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yes, that had to happen Um, about a week ago. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Um, I, I, I always get people with this one, but your pillow, not the pillowcase, but your pillow wash or not. Oh, I've mm. had bad experience with washing pillows because mm-hmm. it just, I've had pillows that would just never dry, yes. but or I, they get clumped in one side of the pillow. You can never really get it back to its original state. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much you fluff it. It's just like, nope, I'm here now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just squished in this one space. Exactly. Um, but uh, I, um, I would wash mm-hmm. or maybe dry clean, uh, mm-hmm. but not so often as the pillowcase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Daniel, um, his, uh, after show aired last week and he was saying that he's like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to buy the, the, a new pillow. I'm like, you know what? Duh. Yes. Because I've tried to wash pillows in the past and I'm like, why didn't I just go down to the Walmart or something and just right. buy another pillow? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. After a while, it's just time to let go. And get to to like, yeah. You just got to <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Well, I got one more. Let's see. How about, it depends on the climate, but if you have a winter jacket or a coat, wash or not? Yes. Yes. Especially because that winter coat became the COVID coat and it protected me from everything. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I have so much fun playing this game with everybody. Thank you so much for participating in that. So no problem. So before I let you go, is there any projects besides Dirty Laundry that you're working on that you have coming down the pipe or maybe it's something you previously worked on that you want to tell the listeners about? Well, I'm just, I've been in a songwriting mode. I have have two songs that I have like written and are more done done. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And then mm -hmm. two that are still within the writing process. Um, the one that I was able to do with uh, my friend Curtis August, he played the, um, the accordion on mm-hmm. the song because I was going for a, a 19, like a 30s, 40s kind of French song, mm. um, kind of like Le Vie en Rose, um, which I know is a bit cliche, but, you know, it, they make they, they joke that it's a song for the tourists, but I think it's so beautiful. <laughs> and it's, it's definitely the song in my mind uh, when yeah. I when I wrote the song mm-hmm, um and then the other song is really much on the other spectrum where it's okay. like you're you love this person but they can't commit they you know emotionally unavailable mm-hmm. um and the, wow. the friend song is more of a love song so. oh I'm feeling that oh nice that's so awesome well Nicole it has been such a pleasure thank you so much for joining me tonight thank you again for having me no problem. So listeners, you can catch Dirty Laundry on my podcast called Script Out Loud. Script Out Loud could be found on most streaming platforms. You can follow me on Instagram at Tarsha underscore AKA underscore Brooke or follow Brookby Productions at Brookby Productions. I air Dirty Laundry episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday for our next Dirty Laundry after show, where we will have the amazing and talented Reginald West, who plays the role of Sean Harper. And we will also have Gervais Weeks, who plays the role of Marcus. So don't miss out. Until next time.